Welcome to the Naked Vibes Show. It's Kimberly Kane. This is part three in the Master Your Energy series. In part one, I did an overview of the seven energy centers in the body, known as the chakra system, just to give you an idea of the way that energy travels through your nervous system, impulses from your brain through your spine, and then back from your body to inform your brain about what it needs to do to take care of you. And I just gave you a little bit of information about each of those seven centers. And now we're going to dive a little deeper in this series to each individual energy center, each individual chakra, and what that energy center really does, what kind of energy lives there and what that means for you. And most importantly, how it affects you and how you can shift the energy there to use it in a purposeful and practical way so that you can feel whole and full of integrity, full of purpose, and full of vitality in your life to do the things that you desire to do, to make the things happen that you want to make happen in your life and in your world. So I'll just give you a little refresher of parts one and two, and then we'll move into the creative and the sexual energy, and then chakra number three, the will to assert yourself into the world, because you've got so much good stuff going on. I hear from men all the time wanting to shift gears, wanting to know how to take their life or the dreams they've kept under wraps and catapult into a new level of experience, a desire for a new experience in their intimate relationships, career, or a personal adventure to shake things up a bit because they sense there's more. Does this sound like you? Then join me on an epic adventure that will take you to that next level of experience and freedom you're craving. I'll be leading a small group of guys to Sedona in April 2023 to learn from the land, literally. It's a powerful place where I learned firsthand how connected we are to it and how it can show you the path to manifest your desires. And that transformation can happen fast, lightning fast, because you're putting yourself in an environment and an experience designed to create a quantum leap. It's not a school of the intellect. It's a direct line from the most potent energy field into your own knowing. You'll come away knowing what you didn't know before without a bunch of mental work or study, and you'll immediately be able to use it to bring your desires into your tangible daily reality. This isn't for everyone. It's for a small group of guys who want to connect with me as a coach on a higher level and who want to be involved in a shared experience in a safe space with some other fantastic guys. I've had many Sedona experiences over quite a few years, and I promise you've never experienced anything like it. We're going to have a blast. (laughs) If this is calling to you at all, go to KimberlyKane.com slash adventures. That's Kimberly with an L-Y and C-A-I-N slash adventures. Read what others have to say about their coaching experience and how it has transformed their lives. From deep, loving changes in their intimate relationships to shifts in their career that made them happier than they could ever have imagined. Then sign up to get more info on your own coaching experience. Let's get your questions answered and get you on the road to living your life as the epic adventure you know you're meant to be living. This is taken from the live stream training on the seven energy centers. Hello, hello, hello. Happy Valentine's Day. It's Kimberly Kane, and I am so excited to be here with you today. Thank you for spending your time with me. Yesterday, I started a series about tuning your energy using the chakra system. And here's the important part. It's not the chakra system that matters. That's not what I'm wanting you to get. If you want to learn the chakra system, great. It's a great, easy way to learn how to tune your energy and tune your vibe so that you're living in a really centered and aligned way so that you can step up in your purpose. You can be on point every day to the greatest 
to the greatest extent that you can. I mean, we're still human and we're going to make mistakes like a lot of them, but it's about being able to step back into your center quickly. That's what it's about. It's not about being mistake-free or arriving at a place where now you've got it all figured out. That's not going to happen. So the best we can strive for is just to be aligned with who we are on a daily basis, not letting anything pull us off course. You know, other people, circumstances, because a lot of stuff happens. It's going to keep happening. So things are going to pull you off course. They're going to piss you off, make you frustrated, make you confused, all kinds of things. And for me, there there have even been times over the last few years that circumstances, a lot of loss and grief have caused me to question who I am. Where am I? Where are my people? The rug has been pulled out from under me. But because I have a strong spiritual practice, a strong spiritual background that I can draw from, believe me, it has helped immensely. I don't know what I would have done without that during the loss of my daughter, the loss of my dad, and so many more things. So you go through so many things too. And so my hope and my prayer is that by giving you some of the tools that I use that I know work, that it will help you stay on center in your life, especially during those times when you're being pulled off. So yesterday I talked about the first chakra and just to kind of recap that a little bit, chakras are energy centers in the body that run up and down your spine because everything is energy. We are energy constantly in motion. Even when we're asleep, our body processes are working. So energy constantly flowing in, flowing out, working within us. So if we really pay attention to that and let me just say right here what I love to do, because some of this can sound kind of woo-woo, kind of out there, especially for you guys who are really linear thinkers and don't get into the woo-woo or the spiritual side too much. Let me just tell you, this is a direct line for knowing. It bypasses a lot of problems because we live in a really mental, intellectual culture. But I'm sure you realize that thinking and thinking and thinking about the problem does not solve the problem. So where are those solutions? If everything is energy, it means those solutions exist. They already exist. So what we're doing here is learning the quickest ways to tap in to those solutions that already exist. If they already exist, why reinvent the wheel? Why stay stuck in trying to figure things out? So the chakra system is this really, it, it's, I shouldn't say it's simple. It is simple on the face of it. You can go as deep, you know, like with anything, you can go as deep as you want. But on the face of it, if you just look at the illustration of the spine. And I tried this yesterday and I wasn't able to do it. I'm going to see again, I'm going to look in the comments section and see if there's any way I can put a picture in there for you. I put one in the comments yesterday. So if I can't get this one in there, you can always go back to yesterday's, um, now, for some strange reason, it just doesn't want to let me do that. So, you know, instead of spending time trying to do that, I will post those illustrations in the comments after I'm off the live video. But you can actually scroll down to the comment section from yesterday's live video, and you can see one of the illustrations that I posted in there. So you'll see... And even if you're not looking at it, you can visualize this. Your spine as this energetic highway, if you will, 
that impulses travel from the brain down your spine to the rest of the body. And then the body also gives signals that travel up your spine to the brain, letting you know what to do, how to react, how to respond to pain, for instance, in a certain area of the body. So knowing that taking the woo-woo out of that, that's just science, right? We've got information that travels from the the brain to the spine, all the way to the base of the spine and back to inform us of what we need to know in our body. So if we take body awareness a little bit further than that and picture centers in the body along the spine that correspond to frequencies, that's just the movement of energy and higher frequencies travel at a faster rate of speed. The uh, speed of light, so light frequency, you see it as colors like in the rainbow. And there are certain colors that travel at a, light travels at a higher frequency and it creates the ability for you to see different colors depending on the wavelength. Okay, and the same thing with sound. Lower sounds traveling at a slower rate of speed. So at the base of the spine, where we talked about yesterday in the root chakra, that's where the slower moving energy is. And that corresponds to the color red. If we move up one level just at right below the belly button, then we're at the sacral chakra. So I'm going to talk about two chakras today. First, the sacral, and then second, we'll talk about the solar plexus. So the sacral chakra is where your creative energy lives. It's where your procreative energy lives, where your sexual energy lives. This is the energy that is the joy of life. This is your vibrancy, your vitality. And if this energy is low, then you feel low libido. You feel like life is very lackluster and you can easily stir this energy up. It's like stirring a pot. There's tools that you can use to stir the energy up so that you can bring up that elevated energy that alerts your brain that, you know what? Great things are going on here. I feel happy today. And the brain's like, yes, let's release some feel-good hormones and chemicals. Let's get going. Today's Valentine's Day. So I thought this would be a great day to talk about the sacral chakra, the second chakra. And it corresponds to the light frequency of orange. So I thought I would wear some orange, kind of peachy, but some orange for you today. So when we're still in that lower frequency of sound. So when I say that, what I'm referring to is this is an easy way to wake up that second chakra, to wake up that sexual energy, creative energy, turn on some music and tune yourself in to those bass frequencies. If you've turned up the bass pretty loud, I don't have to tell you that you can feel that in your body. You feel it in your hips, right? (laughs) So it's a great way to wake up that area. So you know what? If you're feeling kind of lackluster on Valentine's Day and you're wondering, you know, maybe your sex life is a little bit lower energy than you would like for it to be. The answer is not to run by the grocery store and grab some flowers and a card right quick on your way home. (laughs) The answer is in connecting, connecting to your lover. And we're going to talk about this Don't worry that you're saying, hey, you know what? I don't even have a lover right now. I'm not married right now. That's not a part of my life right now. Don't worry. We're going to talk about this in several different ways. This is your creative energy center. So in the same way that that part of your body is where you procreate, you make new life, it's also where you make new creations, where you write that next song, where you write your book, where you start your new business. The ideas and the energy start from there. So I want you to picture, we talked about the root chakra yesterday. When the root chakra is not healthy, 
you're not really feeling safe in the world. And the first thing that you have to tap into is that feeling of safety in the world, that feeling that I have a right to be here in the world. I came into this world as a physical presence. I am here to do some good. I am here because I have purpose. Once you get that energy stirred up, then it can rise up your spine to that second chakra where now, because I feel safe, I can kind of rock and roll in the world. I can create new things. What am I going to create? Let me stir up that energy. Let me see what's there for me. And especially to get beyond the thinking mind. So when you go outside and you go for a walk, you're out in nature and you feel a sense of a symphony, really. You listen to how the birds interact with one another. And today is a windy day outside here at my house. And I'm hearing the trees, the branches kind of scrape together. So there's a rhythm there. There's a rhythm to everything. As this energy moves, the branches are kind of scraping together. Okay, and the birds, tweet, 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 tweet. Okay, so that gives you kind of a funny idea. But if you go outside, you will hear what I'm talking about and you'll probably laugh when you refer back to this me tweeting, okay? So, but I love it. I love being outside and hearing that symphony. When you really pay attention to the natural world, when you pay attention to what's going on around you, you find that you are not separate from the natural world. You are a part of the natural world. You are in that rhythm. So you find as your heart beats, as you move and you walk and you listen and you feel the wind blowing on your face, you feel the sun on your face, and you know that you're a part of it all, that creates that safety in your first chakra and your root chakra. Then it also stirs up your creative energy. So recognize that I'm talking about movement here, all right? So if you're outside and you're walking, movement is what creates. It, you're not only moving your body externally, but you're creating movement internally. So you're stirring up the energy internally. And as you notice the natural world around you, you're going to get creative ideas. You're going to get creative ideas from what you see, from what you smell. Because you're going to be tuned in. That's what this is about. I see people out walking with their cell phones. They're walking their dog. They're on their cell phone. They're not tuned in. So there's a great book that I've recommended to so, so many people. So I'll just say it right here. It's called The Gift of Fear by Gavin DeBecker. And Gavin DeBecker advises, uh, advises dignitaries, presidents, celebrities, his company advises them on whether threats are high alert or whether it's just someone who's disgruntled and upset for the day and decided to write a nasty email. Okay. So he advises on whether this is real and present danger and whether something needs to be done about it. The great thing that he talks about in this book, the gift of fear, is that when we stay in a state of fear, then we don't notice how fear informs us through this energetic system when there is an actual threat. Because we can feel and sense an actual threat before it happens. We can feel a disturbance in the energy field you know, like Star Wars, the force is with you. <laughs> you can feel a disturbance in the energy field, but only if you're tuned in enough to be able to do that. If you're distracted, you're not tuned in to that energy field around you. You're not hearing 
things, like for instance, one of the things I notice outside a lot of times is there can be birds tweeting and you hear dogs barking and then suddenly there's silence. So I grew up living on a creek in a heavily wooded area and I heard this a lot. I could be sitting out on the back patio and squirrels are chittering and birds are chirping and then suddenly silence. Now, if you're busy on your cell phone and you're busy doing all kinds of things where you're distracted and you're not in tune with the natural world, you don't even notice that. But if you are tuned in, even if it's just peripherally, you've trained yourself to be tuned in, you will notice that it was busy and now it just went silent. What does that mean? Where I grew up, it might mean that there's a bobcat coming. It might mean that there's coyotes there. It might mean that there's some other kind of danger there. But everybody goes quiet. And then the next thing that might happen is a bunch of crows might start really, really letting them have it. They're verbally telling them, get out of our space. So you have all these clues along the way to let you know what's going on. And like Gavin DeBecker talks about in his book, this is a gift that you develop so that you don't stay. You don't have to stay in a state of fear. And our culture, our media, our culture is really set up now to keep a high alert state of fear all the time so that people are constantly on the lookout for what is the next thing we need to be afraid of and staying in that cycle. One of the things that does is it releases the stress hormone cortisol. So our culture, again, people have too much cortisol running through their systems and it creates inflammation in the body. Inflammation creates disease. So not only do I want to help you learn to tune in to your inner energy, to the way that energy travels and moves through you, but also to the way that you pick up energy from the outside and the way that you put your energy into the world because you're an energy generator and we mirror what we're taking in. So if you're taking in constant fear energy, alerts, alerts from the news, and you let that cycle through you without siphoning it off by going out, for instance, into the natural world and seeing just how beautiful everything is around you. You can find those places of beauty. If you're not readily in one, then get to one because there's one just adjacent. Find those places of beauty. And what that does is it siphons off that fear energy so that you can get back to recognizing that internally you are powerful. You have so much strength. Now, when you're tuned in in this way, what happens when you meet up with another person? Because I'm talking about the sacred, the, the second chakra today. First, let me just talk about it in a way of just, just for yourself. When this energy is stirred up, this is creative energy. So you have creative ideas and you want to connect to those creative ideas. So maybe you go for a walk. Maybe you're listening to a song. You feel that creative energy stirred up. You're listening to a song and you think, gosh, I love the way that feels. That makes me think of this. I want to do that. I want to pick up my guitar and I want to play something now. I just thought of a great riff. That becomes a song. Or I love the way that feels. That makes me think of a book that I've been wanting to write. I'm going to run home been listening in the car and I've heard this great song. I'm going to go straight home and I'm going to jot down my ideas for my book. Or I've got an idea for a business. Let me set the first thing in motion for that business. You're using that creative energy in a very proactive and positive way. Something that will mirror back to you. So you put out that energy and it mirrors back to you. All right, so now how do you connect that with another person? In the same way that you connected that energy to the creation that you're working on, your business, your book, whatever it is, 
You can do the same thing with other people. So going back to today being Valentine's Day, this is a great day to practice that second chakra energy. Because if your sex life has been a little lackluster, it doesn't have to stay that way. Because it's not about the physical act of coming together. It is, but that's secondary. First, you want to get your energy centered. It's not about that other person yet. Get centered in your own energy, your own value. You have something to offer to another person. You have something to give. And just as importantly, and this, I really want you guys to hear this because this is a challenge area for you, is opening yourself to receive. Let me take a drink this is getting heated. <laughs> Showed you my epic water bottle yesterday. I love it. It's got a filter so I can fill it up anywhere and have filtered water. That is not a paid ad. I just love it. <laughs> so when you recognize that you have something to give, recognize that so do others. And so you have to open yourself to receive. This second chakra, when you open it, when it feels healthy, and when you feel safe and secure and creative, you can open yourself easily to what others have to share with you creatively. So just naturally, because of the body parts that we came in with, the masculine energy is visible and outward. It inserts itself, asserts itself into the world. The feminine energy is internal. It opens itself and invites in. A lot of people have trouble receiving. And I want to say right here, I have some good friends who are therapists, and I wrote a novel called Heaven. If you don't have that, you can get it on my website. Heaven is about the nature of God as seen through the eyes of an exotic dancer. Why? Because it's a fun story, but it illustrates that this energy that comes from a higher source and comes into us, we can't use it if we're not open and receptive to it. So that sexual energy of being open and receptive to that which is a gift, which is given to us, so much to receive there. That means you have to be vulnerable. And guys, I know that that's a challenge area for you. So when I researched my book, I talked to friends, therapists, who told me that about 50% or more, one specific therapist said about 50% or more of his practice has people coming in dealing with issues of sexual repression as connected to religion. And they weren't necessarily all religious people. But our culture has this ingrained where we have these messages of, ooh, it's tantalizing, it's sexy, look at it. And then the next message is, don't look at it. That's wrong. That's bad. So whether you're a religious person or not, religious messages like that pervade our culture. So the second chakra energy, if we take it out of that religious context and put it into a creative, very human context, then we're more able to connect it to our spiritual life so that we learn that that sexual energy is a reciprocal energy. We want to give love. We want to receive love. And when you are partnered, when you're partnered with a lover, that is the primary focus is giving and receiving love. I mostly work with high-performing men when I'm coaching, but I have coached some fantastic women 
clients as well. And I remember a woman who wanted to coach with me. I don't work with just anybody. I remember a woman who wanted to work with me tentatively, but we didn't work together because that initial conversation that we had, she told me that she was angry with her husband and that she was withholding sex because why should she give him sex when he would not do X, Y, Z for her? When I talked with her a little bit about that receptive and open energy, that it sounded like they needed to connect on a deeper level. If he wasn't doing X, Y, Z, there are reasons for that way too deep to get into here. And I'm not a psychologist. I don't do therapy, but I do look at energy patterns and her withholding of her sexual energy. That's her gift to him. So sex releases again, those feel good hormones, serotonin, dopamine, those things that help us to feel happy, joyful, like we matter. We're connected. So to withhold that from another person that you're in relationship with is to withhold a gift for their health and their happiness. And guys, it's not about you getting something from your woman. It's about you seeing yourself as the gift that you are. You have happiness and joy to share with her. And when you approach her in that way, your care for her, your desire for her to feel happy, joyful, to be who she truly is. And to say in that sexual encounter, I got you, babe. I am here for you. I am here to support you. You have all of me. My mind, I am present with you and my body. I am present with you. Wow. What a joyful and beautiful thing that is. So I hope that if you're partnered with a lover, that your Valentine's Day is stellar, <laughs> that you approach it not in a way of that last minute run by the grocery store, get the flowers, get the card. Here it is. Can we just get through the Valentine's Day? But in a way, like you would finally tune your instrument in a way like you would look at this other person as the gift that they are, as the gift that you're receiving. And you'll see your lover in a whole new way when you approach it like that. I don't care how long you've been together. There are still things to learn about that other person. And that's how you keep that spicy. <laughs> So there's so much more to say about the second chakra. I love, love talking about the second chakra because as a creative myself, I dance a lot. I stir up that energy a lot. Movement stirs up that energy. So anything that you need to do to stir up that energy, and we can talk about at another time when that energy is in a dark area sexuality can be a really dark place to go, an addictive place to go. So we'll talk about that on another day. This is Valentine's Day, and I want you to focus on the love and the beauty of sexuality and what you have to give and receive. So I'm going to do a little meditation on the second chakra for you before I go into the second segment and we talk about the solar plexus chakra. Okay. So I played this for you for a minute yesterday. I want you to hear this deep, the deep. That low frequency, that low pitch, that's what you feel down in that lower chakra region. You can feel it in your body. So as I play, I'm going to play some music in the background here. This is a song written by my sister, Kelly Brown. You can find her local honey and it's called lay you down. It's on her late bloomer CD. And I will put a link to that in the comments below after the video so that if you want to go and get that CD, you can. So I'm going to do a meditation to this song because this 
is a lovely second chakra song. So if you're in a place where you can close your eyes, do that. If you're not, just let it be in the background and listen to my voice. I'm going to close my eyes so that I can go into a real meditative state with you here. Tune to your body. Feel the joy of your body. It's a gift. It's an amazing machine that's so capable of doing <laughs> amazing things, amazing things. It's able to do more and more as we take care of it. As we take care of our bodies, our bodies take care of us. And they last a long time. And taking care of them brings us joy. Connecting with others who take care of their bodies brings us joy. Tune in to the lower region of your body. Listen to this song and feel the impetus to move the body. It just moves on its own because we are connected to music. That's energy. Moving frequencies always moving energy and as you feel that energy allow it to move the lower parts of your body allow it to move your hips back and forth front and back because our hips are ball joints they're intended to move and they give us stability on the earth they help us walk walk into the world with joy. You have so much to give, so much to give, and so much to receive from others. So receive this joy and this love and feel it in your body. Wake yourself up to everything that you're going to create. Whatever's been stirring around in you, the dreams, the desires that you have, those are real, they matter. And it's okay, even if someone has told you that that's a silly dream, that's a waste of time, oh, it's not. If it's your dream and it lives in you, that energy is real and you can make it manifest. Know that it matters. So now I'm gonna bring my attention back into the room. I hope you enjoyed that meditation and this song So I'm going to, I don't have the ability to just fade it out right here. Unfortunately, I don't have my, my DJ <laughs> board in front of me. So whoo, I love talking about second chakra energy that gets me stirred up. Can you tell? <laughs> If you have not yet done a review, I would love it and so appreciate it. If you're enjoying this show, would you go over to Apple Podcasts and give it a review? Give me some stars and let Apple know what you think about the show because that means they will show it to more people. I appreciate you for taking the time to do this. Energy travels as it travels up the spine, we move into the solar plexus chakra. That is right in the middle of your body, right smack dab in the middle in your gut. And the frequency, the light frequency there is yellow, like the sun, bright like the sun. And when you tune your energy in that root chakra, which is red, vibrates to lower sound frequencies and the color red, and then you allow it to rise up and you allow it to inform that second chakra, which vibrates to the light frequency of orange and is still in those lower tones, lower frequencies of sound. When you tune those, the energy naturally rises up your spine to the solar plexus. The solar plexus chakra is really about self-will. The will to step out into the world, into your purpose, to be who you are, 
and to claim your space, really. It's about courage. It's about confidence. It's about knowing that the gift that you are matters in the world. It's important in your corner of the world. You may be a person who is intended to lead millions of people with your knowledge, with your presence, with the gift that you came into the world to bring. Or you may be a person who is intended to lead your family, and we're talking for people. It doesn't matter because your gift is your gift. You are here with a specific purpose. Those are equal. This is also in this third chakra where an unhealthy way to be is to compare yourself to others, which is better. Neither is better. Both are equally good. Whether you're intended as a purpose to be out in front of millions or whether you're intended to be with a few. Equally important because this is your energy. It's the energy that you came into the world to bring. And the purpose of awakening this energy and understanding the energy flow within you, the purpose of it is so that you can step into your purpose. The importance, I should say, of tuning your energy. Because we all know what it feels like when we're in a room and someone walks into that room and the energy changes. You can feel it. You can feel it in your gut. This is what's important about this third chakra is your gut. You can feel when the energy changes. You know how it is when someone you know well maybe walks into the room and they're unhappy. And before they even say anything, you can say, what's wrong with you? Because you felt it. Even without visualizing it, even without seeing the look on their face, if you really become attuned to energy, you can feel it. You can even feel it before they walk in the room. The more attuned you become, the more you can feel this from a distance. And I mean, even from long distances. So let's talk about the gut. When you talk about gut feelings, and you think about someone, you have a thought about them during your day. Maybe this is someone who lives in another state from where you are. You have a thought about them during the day. And you say, you know what? I just have a gut feeling that something is not right with that person. How do you know that? If you didn't talk to them, they haven't told you anything about it. How do you know that? Because energy knows no distances because it travels. And the more attuned you become, this is absolutely no different than a radio station. And I know <laughs> a lot of people don't listen to radio stations anymore, but you do know that there are frequencies, there are waves that travel. So a radio tower, a cell tower, that energy is traveling. Your body is the same thing. It's an antenna. It picks up on energy. Unfortunately, most people are walking around without that knowledge and not recognizing that they do pick up on energies, that they do send energy out into the world. And so it matters what you're sending out. It matters what you're picking up on. So it's your job to become aware of it. The beauty of this is, even though I'm talking to you about the chakra system, like I said earlier, it's just a system. There are lots of other systems. I like this one because it's very visual. You can see it as colors along the spine. And so it makes it easier to talk about. I mean, how do we talk about what we can't see? Energy traveling. We have to come up with ideas, visuals, systems so that we can actually discuss it. So that's what I like about the chakra system is very visual and we can discuss it easily. So my point here is not for you to have to learn the chakra system. You don't need to, unless you just want to. My point here is to help you understand your body energy better. 
to become more and more attuned to the antenna and to the receiver. We're both of those things, which is your body. So your mind processes what you're picking up. Again, our culture is so intellectual, so heady that we think we need to do everything with the mind. Well, guess what? I don't know everything. Neither do you. So how can I process with my mind the things that I don't know yet? That's not possible. And there's not enough time in one life to learn everything that we can from book learning. I mean, I can't be a musician and a physicist and a uh, five-star Michelin chef and a, uh, a rocket scientist and a geologist in this lifetime. Not at the highest level anyway. <laughs> That's not going to happen in the physical world. But this is what's beautiful about opening up direct energy and knowing how it flows is that you can bypass that thinking mind, all the things that you don't know about, you can know in your body. Like I said earlier, you can know that danger is on the horizon. I mean, this was used in tribal cultures for since the beginning of man. They knew more about frequencies traveling through the earth and feeling when there was danger on the horizon because they could feel the vibrations. Their survival depended on that kind of knowledge, not head knowledge. That's body knowledge connected to a higher level of knowledge, which we'll get into when we get into some of the higher frequency chakras. But that's spiritual energy, higher frequency energy. We don't have the ability to know everything at that level. So tuning our bodies at the lower frequency level is where we can protect ourselves. And it's also where, as with the second chakra, that we stir up the energy of vitality so that we feel like we physically matter to have our presence here in the world. When people don't have this developed in a healthy way, that's when you get down to some levels of self-harm where people don't feel like they matter and don't feel like there's a reason for their presence in the world. Like what good are they doing? So we want to stay tuned to knowing that we're doing good. This third chakra, the will to go out and assert yourself in the world, it also means when it's healthy, because again, you can be strong and feel like you have lots of courage and I'm going to go out and assert myself today. I'm going to go into that meeting and I'm going to tell them exactly what I think. But if you don't have the balance of that, to let other people assert themselves so that you can receive it. Receive it in a healthy way without judgment. In a healthy way that says, I can learn from you because you also pick up on energy. You also have gut instincts. And so I'm going to allow you to share those with me so that it becomes a reciprocal sharing, a real creative collaboration. So courage, if you feel like you're lacking courage to do some things that you need to do today, this year, developing this third chakra, which starts with developing the first and the second, use music to tune you into your courage. And I think you know how this works. Put on your favorite song and tell me that you do not feel bold courage when you're listening to your favorite song. It gets you up and rocking, doesn't it? I mean, why do people go to concerts? We enjoy being in that vibe of music and seeing those people on stage creating that music for us, but we're a part of it. It makes us feel something. It makes us feel alive. So tune in to the, the tools 
that you have available to you to stir up that courage. I have some movement meditations that I created and I call them movement meditations for this reason. Meditation, when people are learning in early stages of it, and you might be told to clear your mind and your mind is so busy. There's so much going on in the world. There's so many distractions. How are you possibly going to clear your mind? right? You sit down to meditate and you go into OM and then the song goes, I've got to go to the grocery store. I was supposed to do that in the meeting. Am I prepared for that OM? (laughs) And it can be almost impossible. So I created some movement meditations using drum patterns, using rhythm patterns, because when I say, clear your mind, don't focus on anything right now, clear it, just stop focusing on anything. Uh, Okay, but what if I say, focus on this? You're listening to that. And you're not thinking about whether or not you've prepared for that meeting while you're focused on that. You're feeling the vibration and you're focused on the sound that sound energy traveling and moving through your body, it interrupts that thinking, thinking, thinking pattern. So music is a healing tool. It's a focus tool and it's at your disposal all the time. So when you have a tool that is that easy to tap into, So think about the difference between going, okay, let me learn about this. Let me get gather my courage. I need to have more confidence. Let me get a book and read that real quick. How are you going to do that before your next meeting, which is in 20 minutes? It's not going to happen. Head learning, which is valuable. I read a lot. I'm a lifelong learner, highly valuable, but 20 minutes until your next meeting, you've got a presentation. You don't have time to read that book about getting your confidence stirred up and getting ready to just show them what you got. But what you do have time for is to tune in to some music that starts stirring the energy of confidence there in that third chakra, there in your gut, informing you that you got it going on. You've already prepared for this meeting. You don't need to prepare anymore. All you need to do is stand in your truth, stand in your power. If you don't have access to put music on to listen here, go outside for a minute. Listen to the music that's outside. Listen to the rhythm that's there. If you only have time to open the window and listen to the various sounds and start tuning. This is tuning your radio station, the radio station of your body. So when you walk outside and you listen to the sounds that are going on around you. Maybe there are children laughing in the distance. I'm going to go back to what I used when I was talking about the second chakra. Maybe the trees, the branches are rubbing against each other. The wind is blowing. Maybe the wind is blowing through a pipe and you hear. Okay, whatever it is, you hear these different sounds. You're not thinking about the sounds. If you are, then stop. There's nothing to think about with those sounds. Just hear them. Let them do the work. Let those sounds bypass your thinking mind and start resonating and stirring up the energy in your body. Feel yourself as a part of those sounds because you are. Your energy is interacting with that energy. Okay. There may be a, maybe a bird who saw you walk out the door and he's tweeting because he sees you, he's communicating with you. You're a part of the natural world. So just allow yourself to be in that state, in that flow state. If you have time to walk before that meeting, do it. That physically stirs up your energy, moves it past the head and into the body. So I created these movement meditations and I'm going to tell you how powerful this is. This is what I love, where I can move the esoteric or the airy-fairy or the woo-woo out of this and into 
the usable right now practical 3D world. One of my clients had been out of a job for two years, an attorney, a lot of anxiety and stress over that. Two girls in college, two years out of a job, you really start stressing, right? And he came to me and he said, I've, I've done everything. I've tried everything and nothing is working. I don't know what I'm doing wrong. I think you can help me. And I asked him, what would you want to accomplish if we work together for, let's say, 30 days? Hypothetically, what would you want to accomplish in those 30 days? And, you know, in a very real solid material way, he said, well, I want to get a job. So I told him, I don't know that I can help you get a job in 30 days, but here's what I know I can do. I can help you shift your perspectives so that your energy changes. And when you walk into a room, you see it differently. They see you differently. That I can do. And he said, anything, I'll do anything. Let's just get to work. So we did. The first thing I did was to give him these movement meditations. These are drum meditations. So it allowed him to tune to something besides his thinking mind. And he told me later, he said, you know, he goes, I don't know if you realize this, but those meditations are very sensual. (laughs) And I laughed just like I am now. And I said, really? I did not know that. (laughs) Of course I did. (laughs) I'm using that first and second chakra energy and all of the chakra energies, but using that to start stirring up the feelings in the body, the feelings of confidence and clarity and movement so that you can take that confidence and move it into the world. So he used those movement meditations and some of the other homework pieces I gave him. And in 20 days, he came to me and he said, Kim, I got a job as VP and general counsel of this corporation, and they're moving me to Ohio. And I asked him, I said, well, I wasn't even thinking at that moment about the meditations or any of the work that we'd been doing, because I ran into him outside of our work in a, in a parking lot, actually, somewhere. And he said, And I credit the work that we've been doing and especially these meditations with getting that job. And I said, okay, I have to know. I have to know how that happened. Tell me, tell me how you connect that. And he said, because when I use those movement meditations, I have never felt so focused, so powerful, so much clarity, so much confidence. And I walked into that meeting. He used them in the car before he went into the meeting. He said, I walked in there and I delivered to them exactly what I knew I could do for them and their company. And they said, where have you been? And I got the job. That is powerful, isn't it? That is the power of tuning your energy instead of letting it be scattered and allowing yourself to react to the circumstances around you. Reacting to circumstances around you is never going to work out well because that's there and you react. Oh, look, but this is here. You react. This is here. You react. And it's constant. It's never ending. So you are never standing solid on your game. So tuning and focusing your internal energy allows you to have circumstances. This is happening. I see that. How am I going to choose to respond? Now this is happening. Okay, I see that. How am I going to choose to respond to that? Guess what? This, 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 this happening. Some of it doesn't matter to the point that guess what? It's peripheral. We don't even notice it anymore because it doesn't matter. So this third chakra, your gut, clarity, focus. And let me tell you, the gut is also known as the second brain. So there's a lot of information that comes to you in those gut feelings and that you can act on with confidence. The gut is where your immune system lives. This is where your health lives. I could say so much more, (laughs) but that 
is where I'm going to stop for you today. And I'll do a meditation on this third chakra before we go. Let me see if I can get over to the, oh yeah, (laughs) this is funny. I just said that without even thinking about it. I was just happy that I found the music piece that I want to use, but it's actually called, oh yeah, (laughs) this is from a Frankly Scarlet CD that my sister Kelly and I did together when we were Frankly Scarlet years ago. The CD itself is called Oh Yeah. I'll put a link to that also in the comments. So if you want to get that CD on iTunes or Apple Music now, you can. All right. Third chakra. This is about confidence and feeling secure. And oh yeah, I'm here to deliver. So think about that. Feel that. I'm going to close my eyes. If you can, do the same. If you can't, just let it wash over you in the background. You are here for a purpose. Be clear about that. You are here to deliver your purpose with confidence, with clarity, and with joy. And you're here to interact with others in their purpose because we work in collaboration. We're here together and together we're better than each of us is singly when we're healthy and secure in who we are. We can respond to one another in love. We can respond in a way of pure joy, just knowing that when I am secure in who I am, when I am confident that I'm here for a purpose, when I'm confident that what I have to say matters, when I'm confident that I'm secure, that there's nothing to fear, then I'm open to you and you're open to me. You can stand in your confidence, I can stand in mine, and we are interdependent. Neither of us is fully dependent or codependent on the other. We're interdependent. We're working together. Walk. Enjoy your day. Feel confidence. Feel clarity. Feel the courage of knowing that you matter. That you're here to stand up and take names. So enjoy your day in full confidence and clarity. I'm bringing your attention back to the room. Thank you so much for being here today. I hope you've enjoyed this. I'm going to put some links down in the comments for you, some illustrations, some links to music, and also to let you know that I am leading a small group, an intimate group of guys to Sedona in April to really get in touch with the land, to get in touch with the body and to really tune you up. Sedona is an amazing place to do this. If that sounds even slightly interesting to you, then go to that link in the comments and sign up for the wait list and I'll send you more information about it. It's not for everyone, but if it's for you, oh, guaranteed, you're going to have the time of your life. Sedona is a place like no other. So I'd love to have you join me there. Thank you for joining me here today. Tomorrow, I'll be live here on Facebook, same time, 11 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Say 11 a.m. Yes, 11 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Central, 2 p.m. Eastern to talk about the fourth and fifth chakra. The fourth chakra is the heart. The fifth chakra is the throat, your ability to speak up. Okay, I would love for you to join me. Thank you again. Love big and have a wonderful Valentine's Day. (laughs) Take care. I'll see you soon. If you're interested in working with me this year in small group coaching, I've got some great opportunities coming up, and one of those includes this adventure mastermind trip to Sedona in April that I've been telling you about. I've got a link in the show notes where you can sign up to learn more about that adventure mastermind. Like I said, it is by application. It is a small, intimate group of about eight to 12 guys, and it's not a fit for everyone. But if it's calling to you, even in the least little bit, 
then go to the show notes on nakedvibes.com and sign up to be on that wait list. You'll get an email with more details as soon as you do. And also when you do, you'll get an immediate download of my instant ignition ebook, which will start getting your juices percolating. I'm telling you, it'll stir up your soul fire. And it's got some questions and some fun ideas in it just to get you feeling that sense of excitement about your own dreams and desires and knowing that they are valid. No matter what you've ever been told, they're valid. You are valid. So if you feel any ounce of excitement, fear, resistance, doubt, objection, or any other emotion as I'm talking to you about this, it's calling to you. So don't stop there. Don't poo-poo it and throw it out the window and go, that's just a bunch of BS. Or, oh, I can't do that because. Stop your brain from talking you out of those emotions that you're feeling. If you're feeling in your body, sense of tingling, any of the things that I just said, excitement, fear, resistance, doubt, objection, emotions, if you're feeling something, do not let your mind circumvent those feelings. You owe it to yourself because you're more powerful than you know. Yes, you are. And I love it that you're here. And if you've listened this far, Oh, you definitely need to go over and sign up on that list. Go to nakedvibes.com and put your name on the list, the waiting list to go to Sedona with me in April, because it is going to be a blast. So thanks for hanging out. Remember to love big. I'll talk to you soon. You have the freedom to be naked and unashamed about who you truly are. Stand in the truth, love big, and you are aligned with the greatest power in the universe. I'm Kimberly Kane, and this is Naked Vibes.